It is time now for Making Sense of the Markets with Lori Pinkowski, Senior Vice President and Portfolio Manager at Canaccord Genuity. Now, remember, you can always contact her team, 604-695-LORI, or find them at pinkowski.ca. But right now, let's talk to Lori in person and get the details on what's going on. Good morning, Lori. Good morning, Simi. How are you? I am good, thanks. Let's take a look at those markets. How are they doing? Yeah, markets are up today. And even over the last week, they've been very strong uh, with North American markets up anywhere between one and a half to 3% over the last week. So it's looking good. A lot of this is really because of earnings and um, really some broad market strength um, with technology giants such as Amazon, Apple, Facebook, Microsoft. Uh, they all beat analyst estimates and really show um, a lot of growth even during this time, which was quite impressive. And so we're seeing a lot of those companies really bounce higher. So have there been any kind of earnings out there that you found notable? Yeah, definitely. I mean, Amazon basically doubled their profits from a year ago, um, obviously highlighted by uh, online shopping, um, consumer needs. Uh, Apple grew sales over 10%, uh, having one of the strongest quarters in two years. And uh, that was kind of due to people buying more computers and wearables like earpods uh, for working at home. Facebook also doubled their profits as people stayed home and started to use social media more to stay in touch. Uh, UPS and FedEx even saw pick up in activity. So, um, you know, when we're looking across the board, there's a lot of uh, sectors or companies that are actually doing quite well, and you just have to make sure that your portfolio is positioned in those um, in in those companies that are showing profits that are uh, increasing revenues even during the pandemic. So, what is your focus then right now? Uh, well, you know, we're we're kind of across the board in terms of uh, technology. We've got a lot of exposure there. Uh, we do have uh, exposure to companies like Clorox, Procter and Gamble, Walmart, uh, like recessionary type names as well. Uh, Consumer Staples is is another one that we have exposure to. And what we've stayed away from, which we've talked about before, but uh, our oil companies uh, for the most part, uh, as well as banks, uh, real estate investment trusts, we really don't have any exposure there uh, at this time. And that's why, you know, the portfolios that we manage are, are positive year to date now. Okay, let's talk about Canadian GDP. Where are we at with the latest information on that? Yeah, in Canada, GDP expanded in May by 4.5% compared to April, beating expectations um, as provinces began reopening parts of their economy. So it's kind of to be expected. I mean, we're coming from such a low back yeah. in March, you know, and April that uh, we would expect things to, to look a little positive. But just remember that GDP levels are still down 15% from where they were back in February or pre-pandemic levels. So, you know, even though it's off to a strong start, many sectors, including travel, uh, tourism, recreation, will continue to feel the pain for some time to come. So normal is still a long uh, way away. Uh, those stimulus measures in Canada is, uh, you know, impressive of control, I guess, in most provinces of the virus uh, should help speed up the recovery. But again, I think one of the top questions I get uh, from clients or just people calling in is, uh, you know, what about the second surge, right? People are really fearful that um, if we have another serious outbreak here in Canada, what's that going to do to the economy? Would we see another lockdown? And my response to that is, you know, we, we possibly could see 
another surge, you know, in cold and flu season they're talking about. Um, but again, would a full lockdown um, happen again? I'm not sure of that. Mm-hmm. I think that things would still continue to move. Uh, but of course, the service industry and tourism and, and travel and all that will still be um, much more affected than some other areas of the economy. So would you say that that is probably the potentially biggest speed bump that you're seeing right now? I think it's one of the speed bumps. You know, I think uh, the near term here is the continued delay to approve the one trillion stimulus bill in the U.S. That's a big deal for markets. Of course, as Canadians, uh, that doesn't affect us, uh, but it could affect your portfolio if they don't come to some sort of decision very soon. Uh, and the second one is the U.S. election. Again, um, you know, I think a lot of Canadians feel it does affect them. Uh, you know, there's a lot of uh, negativity on U.S. politics, I guess I would say, especially from my clients. Um, you know, and uh, so they'll be watching that closely. But, of course, it just creates that uncertainty again. And then lastly, of course, the, the, the possibility of a second surge. I mean, in the U.S., we're obviously already seeing that in various states. Um, and, and, and how long that would last for and what's it going to look like. Uh, so in terms of speed bumps or hiccups down the road, you know, I always say there's always going to be something around the corner. You just have to be prepared for it. And for us, you know, we have always, you know, plan A, plan B. And uh, we have stop losses in place should markets change. But at this point, uh, we've been very happy with the recovery and the rebound and being in the right sectors for clients so that we're able to, uh, you know, make back any losses that they had back in March. And uh, and that's fantastic. You mentioned kind of U.S. politics and what's going on down there. Their um, kind of inability, it seems like at this point, to approve another stimulus bill or the breakdown in negotiations, what kind of an impact is that having? Uh, well, at this point, it hasn't had much of an impact on markets. Um, but what we want to see is, is that stimulus continues because that is what's holding the economy up, uh, whether it's here in Canada or or in the U.S. And we're not done with this. We don't have a vaccine, although we've seen, of course, uh, two pharmaceutical companies, um, you know, going into phase three trials. So that looks promising. But we're not there yet. And we need to make sure that people are able to feed their families if they're not able to work. Um, and we need to make sure that the economy continues to move forward. So at this point, I think they will come up with a deal uh, or a partial deal of some sort. I don't think the Democrats or the Republicans, um, you know, are, are looking at having no stimulus going forward. So something's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's again, it's just this, it, you know, internal fighting that continues to happen down there. It's a bit of a circus, uh, in my opinion, in terms of U.S. <laughs> politics, That's unfortunately. A good word for it. Yeah. Uh, and we're all along for the ride in the markets. That is a good word for it, a circus. Well, let's talk about the markets then, because we've got but, you know, seven months of the year behind us, where should we be at as investors today? Yeah, you know, if an investor was well positioned, uh, you know, a, a decent return in today's environment, year to date uh, from January 1st to now, my opinion would be somewhere kind of to flat to slightly positive, you know, up to 3%, somewhere in there. Um, and this is in context of the TSX still being down 4% year to date. Uh, the Dow is down uh, 6% year to date, but the S&P has now turned positive. Um, you know, there's, I, I think there's a wide range of returns out there, even when I'm looking at fund managers and so on. Um, what I would say is that, uh, you know, as an investor, if you are looking at your statements in your portfolio from January 1st until now, you're still down, you know, 
8 10% plus, then I think you need to be kind of uh, giving your financial advisor a call because because that to me is fairly high. Uh, it means that not much was probably done in your portfolio. It probably also tells me um, that uh, the sectors that you were in were probably the wrong ones. And, and again, mentioning this oil and gas year to date, still down 35% REITs, real estate investment trust, still down 20%, banks, still down 18% year to date. So there, these sectors have a significant impact on your portfolio if you had a high um, allocation to them. So the energy sector not doing very well this year, is that in part, is that because of the lack of demand that the whole pandemic caused? Uh, it's it's a whole bunch of things, but definitely lack of demand. I mean, uh, when you look at the price of oil, it's still down at $41, um, down 32% this year. And many advisors, I think, invested in energy to increase their potential upside because it fell so low, but a lot of the stocks haven't really come back. Um, and real estate investment trusts, I think the problem there in, in Canada and the banks too is lots of advisors will recommend these two sectors because people need income, right? They pay dividends uh, or distributions and that can be lucrative to investors, right? Oh, we'll buy this, it pays 5%. Yeah, well, that doesn't help you if the stock doesn't recover, is not moving in the right direction. If you're in the wrong sector um, and is down that much, you know, what was the point of getting the 5% dividend if you're down 20% on the investment? Right. So, so again, just making sure that you are making changes in this environment. Yeah, banks will eventually recover, but it may be way down uh, the road from where we are today. Banks do well in a good economy. Rates are going up, things like that. Um, real estate investment trusts. Think about re- real estate right now in terms of commercial real estate, shopping malls, office space, seniors' housing. All have been affected uh, negatively by the pandemic. So again, just be careful what you're in. Make sure your portfolio is in the right uh, right spots, and uh, you will do just fine and make sure you still have a plan for volatility coming this fall in terms of having stop losses or having a plan to raise some cash should things get uncertain. Is that kind of moving up your list, Lori, kind of looking ahead to fall now and kind of saying brace yourself? Yeah, always looking ahead. It's important. And, you know, it's not like we have a crystal ball. And I I never try to predict what's going to happen 12 months down the road. Like many, uh, there's many economists out there who try to do that. It's like, again, uh, you know, calling for the weather here in Vancouver. You know, I I don't (laughs) think that's a good plan. I think you do have to have a plan. You have to have an opinion of what's going to happen over the next, you know, three, six months sort of thing. Um, But you also have to be prepared Mm -hmm. for the unexpected. And what we do know is that when there are elections and so on, on, uh, there is volatility leading up to that. So, of course, we are going to take action for our clients. Again, this isn't a panic. Uh, This is, again, just recognizing that uh, things could change here in the next couple months. So you just have to be prepared, have a little powder dry, uh, look at the opportunities that are out there if the markets do sell off a bit. All right, Lori, thank you. Thanks so much, Timmy. Have a great week. You too. That's Lori Pinkowski, Senior Vice President and Portfolio Manager at Canaccord Genuity. You can contact the Pinkowski Wealth Management Team at 604-695-LORI or visit their website at pinkowski.ca.